Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And you don't stop. Keep, keep it on. Keep it on. Keep, keep it on. You don't stop. Keep, keep it on. Keep, keep it on. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Anthony and B Fly Show this wonderful Sunday afternoon. Uh, me and B Fly already kicking off the messages behind the scenes. That's what we do on here in Anthony B Fly Show. I can't pay attention to the board because I'm paying attention to her messages. But anyway, welcome to the show. Let me bring my wonderful, great um, host in, B Fly, who stays fly 24 7. What's going on, girl? <laughs> what's up? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, we're into this conversation today. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I went through your list. I'm like, okay, I see you. I see you. <laughs> I was like, wait, wait. I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I knew you would get a kick out of that. Like, wait a minute. Did I schedule that? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Welcome here to the Anthony and B. Flat Show. Um, thank you, thank you again. Joining us via phone, internet, or YRN thirteen twenty eight app. And just real quick, thanks to those who really are downloading the app. If you haven't, please do. Um, get your Google, get your uh, iPhone or your um, your Android, and, and hit you know download the app for free. A lot of great things you can do. Some shopping on there from Verizon, Home mm-hmm. Depot, a lot of various stores. You can buy uh, my book, all the Trent books, um, Renetta Mays music. Uh, so a lot of good things you can do, and you can also listen. So we have a 24-7 live stream from Beautiful Butterfly Show to our show here today. 
from Brother Ramiel from Conversation with mm-hmm. Trent, Sherry uh, Priceless Mind. So a lot right. of good things that you can just simply enjoy at any time. So please take advantage of that. How you doing, B-Fly? I am doing great. I'm doing great. The sun is shining, and it's a little cool here. Like we, it, All of a sudden, it got, like, real, real cool. So um, it's nice, but it's, like, really windy and, and going on. So it's, I don't know what's going on, but it's a, it's a nice day overall. So how's it going in, in you guys' neck of the woods? Right now, it's okay. It's, it's, it's about 60 degrees and sunny, but yesterday, I think – Anybody who in the Chicago area, Illinois area, in this part of the section of Illinois, anyhow, uh-huh. uh, we experienced something that we've never experienced before. At least I can say I've never experienced. Literally, and I'm not exaggerating, every uh-huh. 15 to 30 minutes, it went from snow to sunshine all day wow. long. Wow. And not just, like, not just like misty snow. It was hail. It was like blizzard. But none of it stuck. It was nothing sticking at all. Wow. So just imagine, like, you look out your window, it's a full-blown blizzard. You're like, yeah. oh, man, I guess we're not doing anything. And as soon right. as I open the garage, it's completely sunny, and it looks like it never snowed. And I'm not even exaggerating. Anybody from Chicago, please press one and and take up for me because it sounds unreal. <laughs> so we, oh, <laughs> we we began our journey. We had, like, an hour drive or so. And um, in the midst of that journey, again, it started snowing. And the sun had come out, and it started snowing. And it did that all day long. It was like the weirdest thing, something I never experienced. So that's how the weather has been here, very, very up and down. Oh, goodness. Wow, that is crazy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, let's let's dive into this topic. Um, it was a good topic. <clears throat> Excuse me. I felt it was a good topic today, um, why you shouldn't help others. Um, I know people – Oh, no, I really don't know how people would respond to that. But the main reason, you know, I, I kind of want to address this topic because I was that person who pretty much did used to sacrifice their my own happiness to help anyone, and whether it was a close family, friend, or whatever. And I found that that it was a taking away a lot of energy for me. So for me, in order for me to become a better me, I had to pull back from helping certain people. So this is why I want to kind of, talk about this topic and get different opinions and views about it and see where it leads. So how do you feel about today's topic, B-Fly? Uh-oh, did I lose you? I'm sorry. I got you now. I can hear you now. Okay, great. <laughs> so how do you feel about how do you feel about today's topic? Well, <clears throat> I thought it was interesting when um when we had Disgusted and all that stuff, and I, you know, and I think a lot of times we always think of why we should help people, you know, because um, <clears throat> a lot of us are always looking for ways. Okay, well, how can we? Well, some of us are looking for ways on how we can help people. Um, and then I think this was good for me because it gave me um, the opportunity to kind of look at things from a different perspective and see, like, why you really don't help people. And one of the things I heard you mention, um, I think, on yesterday's broadcast uh, with Trent, um, was how, you know, the decisions that we make um, with people pertaining if we're going to help them or not, it affects us. It can affect our lives and how we do things, you know. So I think a lot of times we don't necessarily uh, realize, you know, by us helping people, how sometimes it kind of put us put us in an awkward position, you know, when it comes to things that we need to do. So to sit back and think, okay, these are the reasons why you shouldn't help people. And I think that when it comes to this on, on why you shouldn't help people, I think there's a number of reasons. But some of the reasons I, I came up with on why you shouldn't help people, I think sometimes you create enablers. You know what I'm saying? Like people – feel like, okay, well, I'm going through such and such. I can always call Anthony, you know, and Anthony, right. Anthony's going to be yeah. there because last time he gave it to me, he ain't, ain't having no problems, he ain't having no questions, he just gave it to me right away. And so you have mm-hmm. some people who they might just come for you for a favor, a time or two, and that's it. But some people set up a pattern. Well, I, I know, you know, if, if I'm, I'm I'm a little low on funds or whatever, I can, you know, I can call Anthony because he came through the last time. He ain't have no problem mm-hmm. and so forth. And especially, especially when you, like, you know, 
it's not that there's no conversation on if you should pay it back, if it's pertaining to money. <laughs> you know, if there's no right. conversation on if you should pay it back, you know, people feel like, well, you know, he asked me to pay it back last time, you know, so, uh, you know, everything's good and, it, you know, all of that stuff. So for me, I think it was good, and I have. I, I've learned the reason why I shouldn't help people uh, because sometimes mm-hmm. people, and I, I think sometimes people want to test you. And some people think that you're a certain person, you know, so, you know, you're going to be easy to, to give up, you know, whatever they're in need for. And so I think sometimes people play off of your feelings, they play off your emotions and what type of relationship or connection they think they have with you. Um, and so I think that's what happens a lot of times. And I think sometimes people really take advantage, you know, of the situation. So I think you have to be careful and be mindful um, of the people you help um, and I saw a quote today, and I think I posted it on Facebook about, you know, it's all right to just simply say no. <laughs> you don't have to give no yeah. explanation. You don't have to get into mm-hmm. no long argument on why you have come to that conclusion of no. It's okay to just simply say no because when certain things happen and those situations can come back and create issues, you know, whether it's with you personally or in your household, you know, you don't need to be connected to those things. So I think sometimes um, we have to sit back, and even though people are going through things and so forth, we just have to kind of, you know, take our hands off of it, wish them well, pray about it, whatever you need to do. Um, But sometimes I don't think you need to, you know, you don't need to be that savior for that person. You don't need to come in with that Superman or that Batman mentality on thinking that you need to save them or rescue them from whatever they're dealing with. Absolutely. I mean, very great points. I, I got a few things I want to um, talk about when you said that. And mm-hmm. the, the most important thing I think you said was the no factor. I'm saying no without an explanation. And this used to be a big problem for yeah. me because if I did say no, yeah. I would have to have this long, drawn-out story. Right. And I, it was a, a mentor <laughs> of mine a few years ago who would just say, man, you don't owe anybody anything. Remember, the original thing was they was coming for you. So just say no. Right. If you want to feel better, you can just say no because I don't feel comfortable doing whatever it is. But that, after that, that's it. You know, and, and it took me a long time to get there, and it made sense because I guess I felt like they was looking for me for some sort of help. I wasn't able to provide it, so I owed them an excuse, right. which in essence mm-hmm. we really don't. So, you know, no without an explanation is, is very important. Now, the money mm-hmm. part, for me, um, traditionally, I'm the type of person where – if you ask me for some money, um, maybe 75% of the time I probably will give it to you, and I always do. I give without expecting it back or whatever the case may be because mm-hmm. I'm the type of person, like, say if you ask me for $100 and in the back of my mind mm-hmm. I don't feel comfortable with that, I'm probably going to just right. give you 40 mm-hmm. and just say, hey, you can have that. I don't have that 100 but here's 40 and you don't have to worry about paying me back. That's always how I've handled it because it, it, it saves that friendship, it saves that relationship, right. because like you mentioned, majority of the time when you um, loan somebody to somebody close, they they don't really mention if they're going to pay you back or not, and then if they do, they give you these mm-hmm. phony dates, they ignore your calls and stuff like that, and then all of a sudden the, right. the, the tension comes, it puts a strain right. on that relationship. It so I've always liked to just, just get, a, get a rid of that. So if somebody comes right. to me, <coughs> excuse me, if somebody comes to me, I'll just be like, okay, well, hey, I don't have that 100. But here goes 40 or 50 you can have. Don't worry about that. I hope that helps mm-hmm. you out. And then, you right. know, I, I cut it off um, that way. <clears throat> but, but the biggest thing, and we talked about this yesterday, is not so much the money or the financial part. It's the emotional part about right. what I'm really talking about, which is very important. Mm-hmm. Because if you can't take mm-hmm. care of yourself, you can take you can't mm-hmm. no longer take care of nobody yeah. else. So some people want your help, but they really don't, meaning right. you explain you explaining them and give them a resolution, but they say, well, I can do it this way and that way. Well, why did you ask mm-hmm. me in the first place? Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So some people, they have to want to accept your help, and that's right. the biggest problem, and that's when it becomes an emotional strain on you because you see the resolution. They actually see it, but they refuse to do it because they're stubborn or whatever the case may be, and that also right. puts a lot of emotional strain on the relationship and you. So for me, that's why I kind of stay away from that part of it because it, it does a lot for me emotionally, and I realize that, and it takes away from your health. 
and, and, and various, you know, various things. So that's yeah. the direction that I'm talking about. Definitely, and I agree with that, especially how it affects you, because, like, for me, um, what you mentioned a little while ago um, <clears throat> about being able to say no, I'm telling you guys, it, it used to hurt my heart, <laughs> like, to tell people no. Like, I would really get down in the dumps on, t- you know, ha- telling people no. Like, I would try to find everywhere I could to help somebody in a certain situation or whatever. And I had to learn that you can't do that. You can't always put yourself out there like that. And if you simply can't help, you just can't help. Or, um, you know, if you try to help people, guide them in the right direction where they can get the help they need or whatever, so forth. But I think, like you said, when it starts to play on you, because what happens is, and I was talking to a good friend of mine about this, is that a lot of times we take on the issues of other people that ain't got nothing to do with us. You know, you see what I'm saying. Yep. So if somebody comes to you, say, "Hey, Anthony, I need, I, I need to know how can I, how can I, you know, get such and such to happen," and so you're picking your brain, you're going through all these different emotions on, well, how can they, how can they get this? You know, maybe somebody needs some, needs something to start up a company or something, and so you, you, you raking your brain while the other person is just kind of chilling. You know, they're kind of chilling, doing what they need to do and possibly asking somebody else for some help, <laughs> you know. So, you know, you, yeah. you're kind of going through all these different emotions, uh, you know. So a lot of times we, we get more bent out of shape over, you know, the issues of people than they are themselves. And so a lot of yeah. times, you know, and so one of my, you know, good friends was telling me, like, a lot of times you have to simply, you know, cut things off <laughs> right there immediately and you you you, mm-hmm. you easily give people those issues back, and you don't entertain them, you don't you know address them, you just move forward. Um, and so I think a lot of times, um, and you mentioned as well about people who want to help other people, but they're not in that situation to help them. And I and I see that a lot. Um, and I know this could definitely go to a different <laughs> a different dialogue. But like for instance, I see that a lot in church. And what I mean Uh-oh. by that is because you have people who you got people who put a lot of money in church, but they don't necessarily have it. And what I mean by that, I've seen people literally put their rent money in church, and the very next day they're seeking people to help them pay their rent. You see what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And so I think a lot of times uh, people's thoughts and, and patterns and, and reasons on why they do those things, you know, and that's one of those things, like, I think, like, if you're not in that position, you know, and some people, they, they, they like to look showy and they like to, you know, present themselves in a certain way to people. So they feel like, well, if I get this money towards this and that and the third, you know, that's my image and I look a certain way. But I think at the same time, you have to be wise. You have to be wise when it comes to you, your affairs, especially when you have a family and so forth, you know, and take all that stuff into consideration. Like this is just, you know, I just can't help this situation right now. You know, my my situation is not really doing well, so I can't really bend myself, you know, to help somebody else get what they need to get. So I think we have to be realistic about what's going on in our own lives and not just, you know, take the the notion of, well, you know, I'm going to put what all I got into it, you know, and, and then you're sitting there, you know, in need yourself. Absolutely, absolutely. And he was talking earlier about when somebody asks you for help and it seems like mm-hmm. you're doing most of the work. To me, I call that help versus doing all the work. It's one thing for me to mm-hmm. help you, but are you are, are you asking me to help you or you want me to do it all for you? You see what I'm saying? That's something <laughs> right. that's what we get right. caught up in as well. And, and we have right. to, we definitely have to recognize it. And, and the reference to church or anything as far as what you mentioned, it's not even just in church. That's in just everyday living. Like, you just have to use your common sense. And I'll give you a prime example of a coworker of mine. Um, his aunt just passed away. And um, their their children, her, the aunt's children, don't have any money to um, bury her. And he said he doesn't, he doesn't have a problem helping. But he said his biggest problem is that, that they was always out kicking it buying all the fancy cars, doing this, spending money, all the way up until the to the day that she passed. Now they don't have absolutely they claim they have absolutely no money to bury it bury them and wow. they come into my mom and my mom is feeling all stressed out and putting this on this credit card, this on that credit card and asking me for this and this and that. And I'm like, Oh, whoa, whoa, 
whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa, hey, hold on a minute. And this is him talking. You know, he's like, you know, that's my aunt. I love her dearly. I am willing to help. But it's almost like you, you're putting our household in, because he stays with his mom, you're putting our household in a serious bind by doing all these, you know, extra things. I get that we said we're going to help, but we have to help to a certain point. And we have a real big family. And that's his point. So that's him just trying to level and balance the thing out. But he said it led to a, a big argument with his mom because, you know, of course, that's that's her sister. So mm-hmm. she's still feeling emotional about the death and now the financial part and things of that nature. So a lot of times we just kind of have to take a step back and, and just totally um, analyze that situation. I see we have a call. Mm-hmm. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a, a quick break. And um, come back to go straight to our caller. Um, thank you for um, listening to the Anthony and B Fly Show. Thank you for listening to the YRN thirteen twenty eight app. And we will be right back after this quick commercial break. Take it easy. Are you looking for something to read that would take you to another place in time? Well, check out T.M. Brown's five-star rated book, Struggles of the Women Folk. This is the story of Georgie. She is a young black girl growing up in the 1940s in a small rural town in Virginia. It is a time of prejudice and poverty. Life is hard for Georgie, and she dreams of better life. She experiences great loss, betrayal, and heartache. She loses friends and family, as well as the love of her life. And still, she remains strong. T.M. Brown's signature writing style is captivating in this emotional and inspiring story that has a gritty dialogue. You will find it difficult to stop reading once you begin. Purchase your copy today on Amazon.com barnesandnoble.com or through her website www.authortmbrown.com Again, that's www.authortmbrown.com Please show your support for this emerging Queen Sister author. Okay, okay. Welcome back to the Anthony and B Flash Show. We're going directly straight to our callers. We have a caller from 202-236. Welcome to the Anthony and B Flash Show. Hello, hello. Hi. Hey, Anthony and Bianca. I mean, and B Fly. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. Either one works. <laughs> hey. Okay. Look, I'm hey. putting your government name out there. Selena, how y'all doing? <laughs> We're doing great. How you doing? I'm good. I said it's been a while since I talked to my radio family. I know, Oh, yeah, right? absolutely. Absolutely. So How you doing? I first want to commend you guys and... for your longevity on the radio. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, because I you see very much. A, lot of, a lot of stations come and go, and y'all just growing. So congratulations. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. We thank appreciate you, thank it. You. Thank you. Thank you. So what what are your thoughts today? Like, why do you think you shouldn't help people? Well, I I agree with all the comments that you guys mentioned. I know for me personally, it is hard for me to say no as well. But Mm -hmm. from my personal um, experiences, especially when it comes to money, I realize that if people can ask you for money, you have a right to ask them why they need it because mm. I, yes. I found that yeah. once you start asking them questions, they either got themselves in a bad situation, either right. uh, money management, mm-hmm. um, or they may even splurge too much, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, right. And after you get the answers that you need, for me personally, after I would receive the answers that I need, I would feel more comfortable in saying no, you know, depending <laughs> on how they answer the question. Seriously, for example, I had a uh, friend who blew all her money in Vegas. 
couldn't mm-hmm. pay her cell phone bill. In oh, fact, wow. when she called me to ask for money, she only had a few minutes left on some little prepaid card. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, wow. And, um, you know, I asked her a couple of questions, and that's how I found out that she blew all her money in Vegas. So I said, well, if I give you my money, how will I get to work? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so, um, and it wasn't my first time helping her mm-hmm. in the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, this would have been like my third time. So okay. I told her no, you know, and I didn't feel guilty about it because this was the first time I actually probed a little more and I asked questions as to why she needs it. And I found out, you know what, she has a bad habit of, I mean, she doesn't manage her money well, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) there's nothing wrong with having a good time, but you got to be able to get to work. Right. So, you know, I mean, that's just my experience and that's what helps me now to be able to say no. Yeah. And I agree with you. I think that, I think the fact that, you know, like you said, the questioning, and a lot of people, and I found that as well, who have come to me asking for stuff, and when you ask, well, what do you need it for? A lot of people don't like to be questioned. And I feel like right. if you don't yeah, want to be right. questioned, then you take your butt on back where you came from. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's my thinking, like, okay, well, if I can't ask you no questions, then you don't need to ask me for nothing. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of times mm-hmm. people get frustrated at you, you know, because you're trying to – it's not I me. Mean, you know, and that's the thing. I feel like if you have enough, if you're comfortable enough to come to me, and and you, and, or if I come to you, Selena, and say, "Man, Selena, I'm, you know, I'm in a little tight spot. I need a," and you say, "Well, be fine, but girl, what you need that money for?" And I'm like, "Well, I just can't, you know, I girl, I just need the money. If I can't explain it to you, then I feel right. like, okay, why why are you comfortable enough to come to me, but yet you're not comfortable enough to tell me the real deal, what's really going on behind this." You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, and one thing my point. uncle used to say, other people can't get mad at you about your money. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> how? How is somebody right. else going to be mad at you about your money? You the one broke. You the one need the favor. So yeah. how are you going to get right. mad at somebody else? Right. Yeah. So, Very true. You know, Very I just, true. Because <laughs> I try to take all of that into consideration. I mean, granted, there has been times where I did see a person, you know, that needed legitimate help. And like Anthony mm-hmm. mentioned earlier, maybe he couldn't give his friend a hundred dollars, but maybe forty. Because right. mm-hmm. you don't wanna lend out more than what you can afford to lose, as the old saying goes. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And maybe in Anthony yeah. in your case, maybe you saw I ain't gonna never see this whole hundred, but my chances of seeing forty you know what I'm saying? Maybe more mm-hmm. right. reasonable. Right. right. So, or if you don't get true. that forty back, taking a forty dollar loss worth versus a hundred dollar loss is like a big difference. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes, so. it is. <laughs> Absolutely. Before you uh, before you leave us, Selena, please give everybody uh, your your latest book and what you got going on in the future. I am working on a new book project called Yesterday Was a Long Time Ago, and um, mm-hmm. it's loosely based on my personal experience, and then I add little twists and turns in it. So y'all can mm-hmm. expect that this summer. Okay. Um, okay. My website is easy, booksbyselena.com, and you can follow me on Twitter at booksbyselena. Love it, love okay. it, love it. Well, you definitely All right. make sure you reach out to us when that uh, when that book drops, so we can get you back on here. Oh, absolutely! I appreciate that. Absolutely. All right, all right. As always, thank you for, thank you for your in. support, and, and we'll definitely stay in touch. Appreciate you. Oh, no problem. I'm still, I'm still listening. Y'all keep doing your thing. All right. Thank okay. You. Thank you. Uh huh. Oh, yeah, she had excellent points, excellent points. And I never really thought about Definitely. that, too, and I actually started yeah. doing that as well, you know, um, to a certain degree, yeah. um, asking mm-hmm. asking a person. You know, I had a friend who had a kind of similar to what Selena was talking about, had a, a bad gambling problem or whatever, well, at least in my mm-hmm. opinion. And I'm, I'm real hard on gamblers because I don't know if you know, uh, my grandma, mm-hmm. she was an extreme gambler. She probably lost over a quarter million dollars or more Oof. in gambling. 
So that really did, was detrimental um, to our family. And I'm not even exaggerating yeah. about that number. It was somewhere between right. a quarter million, $300,000 that she lost. Mm-hmm. And so for me personally, I'm very not tolerant when when it comes to gambling. I don't gamble at all. A lot of people consider me to be pretty good at pool. So when I go to mm-hmm. a lounge and I play pool, I never want to mm-hmm. gamble. Some of my friends might gamble on me, and be like, and I'd be like, man, that's you know, that's your business, but I don't ever gamble myself. But anyhow, right. by this particular friend, kind of the same situation. Um, his cell phone was off, <coughs> and he was in a bad situation, so he started buying these prepaid phones or whatever. Called me, said, my my phone is off. I can't afford this, can't afford that. And what I, I didn't even directly give him the money. I just had him three-way his phone company, and I went on and paid his cell phone bill that way. Then maybe a little bit later, he came back to me, same thing, saying he needed $100. I felt comfortable with giving him $60. But at this time, just I gave him a statement with this $60. I said, I'm not going to give you 100 I don't feel comfortable with that. I'm going to give you 60 You don't have to pay me back, but I'm telling you now, this is it. Yeah. I don't support yeah. people in that type of lifestyle. And he knows why. He knows how strong I am about it because with, with my grandma, I say, you're my right. homeboy and I love you, so I'm going to give you this $60. But, no, this is it. Don't ever come back to me when it comes to financial. If you need something else outside of financial, I'm here for you. And he hasn't. He hasn't. That's been a few right. years ago. He hasn't. He respected that, and we left for that, that. So I think you always, at times, you know, have to set these stipulations about what you will do within yourself and what you won't do for anybody else. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and let me ask you, do you think that people sometimes abuse their connection with you? Meaning, you know, if you got a cousin or if you got an uncle or just a, just a close friend you might have had for, you know, 10-plus years or whatever, do you think sometimes people abuse their relationship with you um, in order to get what they need from you? Absolutely, that's an easy answer. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, they do, especially yeah. for the for the family members. And, and you may put too much of your business out there, um, and they assume that you're doing nice because maybe you bought a new car, or right. uh, maybe you bought a or new house, or maybe you got a, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, or yeah. You, maybe you got a new job yeah. or whatever. So they assume everything is sweet. But hey, I'm going to spoil the hell out of myself because I'm the one working for it. But when it comes to giving out my money to just random people, whether it's family or friends. Yeah, I do have a limitation, or I don't do it at all. So absolutely, right. people will take advantage of that. You know, absolutely they will. Uh, we actually got another caller, and before we take that call, we're going to definitely keep paying these bills right here at YRN 1328 or your <laughs> radio networks or Vibration Radio, Taylor Kennedy Media, whichever. <laughs> you take your pick. So we're going to go ahead and take this quick break, and we're going to go right into our next caller. <laughs> Check out the creative work of the author, Trent Williams, of www.taylorkennedymedia.com. Chapter of the Delta gives us a peek at his life-changing events. And if that's not enough, Trent tells you more about his brothers and his life through memoirs in his book, The Four Horsemen. His blogs and daily stimulating quotes are published in his book, Life's Little Addiction. And when you have a need of some human coaching of life and relationships, Take a look at Conversations with Trent, Volume 1 and 2, and Conversations with Trent, Limited Edition. You will find his works available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and all online book retailers. Welcome back to the Anthony B. Fly Show, and none other than Brother Trent is our next caller. What do you say? What do you say? What's going on, Linus? What's going on, brother? <laughs> Chilly man, what's going on? You got it. What's going on, Bianca? What's happening, Bfly? What's up? I can't call it. Might spoil it. Can't call it. Might spoil it. Hey man, this is a this is a great topic here. Um, I wanted to actually dive in on uh, on this for a second, uh, as far as the emotional side of things and the mental mm-hmm. side of things. But let's just be honest and and, and fair, and uh, make it an even you know kill feel here. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone needs help at some point on this road called life. Right. Everyone stumbles. If they don't, they're lying to themselves. Let's just be honest. So mm-hmm. with yep. that said, the one thing that concerns me is when you actually, let's, let's be fair, there's, there's a lot of people out there that's actually mentally bankrupt, emotionally bankrupt, and tend mm-hmm. to lean on you for that. That's more of a problem for me. 
when, mm-hmm. when you know, you see people mentally asking you to be there and emotionally asking you to be there when they don't have the the will to stand up for themselves and, and, and walk that path or that journey that they're actually on. So mm-hmm. to me, that's more damage to a friendship than me loaning mm-hmm. someone 50 bucks or someone giving me 50 bucks or whatever. It's the mental thing that, that actually just drives me when that person's actually yeah. leaning on you continuously, mentally. Yeah. There's a lot of us out there that are actually mentally bankrupt and emotionally bankrupt, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Absolutely, you're brother, right. absolutely. Actually, we we were actually hitting on that, but you just added a great, better perspective to it because I was talking about um, the money part to me doesn't really bother me because, I, 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 you know, I know how to say no. I know how to give what, I, you know, I can only afford. But the emotional part is the thing that I always had a problem with because if you have mm-hmm. somebody that you're trying to help and they're not ready to receive your help, then that's a big problem. And if you have somebody yes. that you're trying to help and they're sucking out all the energy of you and you become mm-hmm. ill and you become sick, that's why when we talked right. about, when we did our show yesterday, your topic pretty much set this show up. You know, although we, I mm-hmm. had, uh, me and B-Fly had arranged this show before you even came out with your topic, but I guess that's just the energy that we share, that it would right. your topic coincide with what we was doing here today. Because, mm-hmm. you okay. know, if you don't get life, you don't know who you are within and all those variable mm-hmm. things, then you will try to call yourself helping somebody and destroy your own soul mm-hmm. or destroy your own right. happiness. And that's just something that right. we cannot afford to do by all means necessary. So that's a great right. Exactly. Right. And, you know, and, and, and in the business, in the business that, that I'm in on this end, man, as far as uh, with coaching, I tend to, you know, talk to more people and tend to interact with more people. But, and I've actually found myself emotionally bankrupt after dealing with, a person who actually is faking life. You know what I'm saying? So I find mm-hmm. myself, you know, I find myself veering off my my highway because I'm thinking about these issues with this other person. Right. You know, right. it's happened several right. times over the years, and I'm like, wait a minute, man, I got I to gotta stop this shit. Everybody don't need a conversation because this, <laughs> this is not working for me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's a little yeah. bit what we talked about a little earlier about how you know a lot of times when people come to you with stuff, it's like you take more on a burden than they should. You know, mm-hmm. it's now it becomes your issue, your burden. You know, to deal with and come up ways on how you can make things happen. And so, you know, that in itself is you know what people like to call the transference of emotions. So if, exactly. if I'm doing mm-hmm. some type of way and I come to you and and I'm telling you this. Uh, what happens generally is that you begin you begin to have that empathy and sympathy for me, and so you feel in some type of way. So then once exactly. everything is done, hey, I'm good because I've walked away with not only your money <laughs> but your emotions as well. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you say, you say not only your money. <laughs> not only your money <laughs> but your exactly. emotions as well, you know. And it's like, hey, I'll see you again in six months. You know, <laughs> we just have to, we just have to be you're right. <laughs> we just have to be mindful of uh, of life suckers, man. We have to be mindful of that, and they come in a, they, they come in all type of forms. You get a life sucker, mm-hmm. man, and you know it's like mm-hmm. your problems become their problems become your problems. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I just learned to actually just uh, screen my calls a little better when it comes out to that sure. emotional thing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good show, man. Absolutely. Good show, and you, 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 you're sounding you're sounding real good here, man. Uh, on the radio with your commercials and all that good stuff, man. That, that's some good so stuff. Fancy. Hey, well, so I learned from the I learned from the best gatekeeper in the world. <laughs> I'll be fly. We're gonna talk to you. I'll see you guys later. I'm, uh, I'm gonna be listening there. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> oh man. Well yeah, great points though, um, from um Selena and Brother Trent. Um and, and that's yeah. the reason why I know a lot of people you see topics like this and you even chuckled when I sent you the topic, you like, Uh oh, where we going with this mm-hmm. one? <laughs> yeah. But you know, I mean, you see it's, topics it's a like flip this side that people don't like it, I do. I think it's a flip side of people really mm-hmm. do not think about, like, okay, well what you know, what what transpires like when you you know, when you do help people and, you know, this is why, you know, you shouldn't. So 
I think a lot of times we have to keep that, you know, in perspective on why we just simply can't do things. Like some things you just can't get involved in. You know, I have, you know, with us being on radio, uh, people always, you know, want you to get, be a part of something. And so a lot of times mm-hmm. when people come at me, I have to <laughs> easily say, no can do, <laughs> you know, like I can't, I can't, I can't do that, right. you know, because of, right. especially if you notice how certain situations are or what's going on or whatever, sometimes you just have to step back and say, you know what, I can't be a part of that, um, you know, you wish them well and you go on about your business, um, but at the end of the day, like, I think you just have to, because people, I mean, and, and that's what happens, like, I remember um, just a short story, like being in college, and uh-huh. um, you know, I had well, what I would say, associates. I'm not gonna say necessarily they were friends, but when I connected with people, and people start, as you say, um, because people see how they how they perceive things. So, for instance. Um, you know, if people perceive you in a manner where they think like, Man, well B fly and her family, they well off <laughs> you know, or mm-hmm. or, or mm-hmm. whatever. So then those so called friends, you know, every time we would go somewhere, they would never have no money. Just conveniently, they would never have any money. And so after mm-hmm. a while I, I at first I'm thinking, Okay, yeah, we all in college, you know, and I can understand how that is, but it's like every time you go somewhere and you having to take care of these people um, and, and help them out in a manner, you know, or like I don't, I don't have no money this week or whatnot. And so I really think like after college um, is really when I began to learn and use the word no or just simply telling people no because sometimes people just get used to certain things and, you know, they don't see it as, you know, well, you know, it, it doesn't look good and I'm always coming to her for help or I'm always coming to her when I'm when I'm in need of something, you know. Um, and, and that's the thing. It's like people have to realize, like, sometimes you can really destroy your relationships and your connection with people when you misuse them. You know, don't misuse your friends, friendships. Don't misuse your family relationships that you have with people over certain stuff. And Selena made a great point, especially when you've got people who mismanage their money or they gambling or they going to the strip club, or they going to the liquor store. You know, when you see people exhibit some of these habits, you have to allow those people to help themselves, you know, um, mm-hmm. in, instead of you trying to give all you got to them. So Yeah. I remember uh, another friend of mine, he said he does, it's like when somebody calls him and it seems to be in such a rush or a frenzy or anxious about being helped, he usually say, hey, "Let me let me give you a call right back. I'm in the middle of something. I'll call you right back." And he doesn't call him back. And he maybe he only wait like four or five days and maybe call him back and say, "Man, so, is, is there? I know you. I forgot, man. I'm sorry. I apologize. But is everything okay?" And usually by the end, that person has figured it out. You know yep. what I'm saying? Because yep. usually if it's a life death threat situation, they'll come to you like, "Hey, man, this emergency. I was in a car accident. Blah blah blah." But if it's some mm-hmm. bull crap with some financial aspects yeah. to it or something like that. You know, you just yeah. kind of cut them out. Hey, brother, I, I, brother, sister, I want to help you. Right. Let me call you right back. And you wait a few right. days and call I mean, that person you know, back. Usually they figured it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and that's one of those things, like, and sometimes, and, and, I, have a, and I have a family member um, who actually they have one of those uh, state of an emergency type of situations like every month. <laughs> <laughs> It's like every right, month, it's funny. like clockwork, right. you know, like, right. you know, I need this to pay this or, you know, such and such don't get cut off or they're going to report the blah, 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 blah. You know, the thing about it is, is that, you know, and those are the type of situations that you really have to nip in the bud. You have to let people know, hey, I got a family to provide for, I got a household, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there is no extra. Even if there might be, the extra might be for something that you, you know, for you and your spouse to do or, you know, whatever. You know, so the thing about it, you have to protect your empire, you know, and what you got going on. You know, don't destroy what you got going on. And that's that's one of the things that affects also a lot of marriages is when you have people mm-hmm. who have outside friends, outside families who constantly are in need, you know, and, 
um, you know, in some situations are understood. Sometimes you have a husband who, you know, he takes care of his mama's rent or whatever, and that's fine. That's understood when it comes into certain relationships or whatever. And so, but I'm saying, like, outside of that, when you got other people who always got their hand in your bank account, you know, there has mm-hmm. to be some type of dialogue between you and your mate on how we're going to handle this situation. Because if you guys keep handing out money left and right, eventually you guys' pot is going to be empty and you're going to be filling up everybody else's pot, you know, while yours is just dust, you know. So um, that's one of the things you have to make sure you communicate on. Yeah. Absolutely. Very true. Great point as well. Great point as well. What we're going to do is take a uh, a last little quick break and come back with our closing remarks. So, hey, stay tuned right here on the Anthony and B-Fly show. And if you're listening to the YRN 1328, we definitely appreciate you. We'll be right back. Have you ever sat down and simply wanted someone to fully understand your life? Someone who wakes up every day and does their best to provide and protect their loved ones the way you do? Someone who has been confused, lost, scared, or just trying to figure out how to balance their life spiritually, physically, emotionally, and financially? If so, Life is Outstanding is the book for you. Anthony promises his readers that you don't have to be perfect to live an outstanding life. Welcome back, welcome back here to the Anthony and B Fly Show. So this has definitely been, a, I think, a real inform- informative show. I think we've hit on some great points about why we shouldn't help others, and and basically is really talking about your energy personally, um, um, your health personally, um, how to say no without explanation. Um, if you do decide to help to give to help within your means, um, you know, universally, whether it's church, outside of church, or what have you. Um, so, B Fly, you have any closing remarks, anything you want to touch on before we get out of here? No, I just wanted to um, tell people, you know, make sure you, you know, when people come to you for help, whatever it, it may be, every situation, just take time to um, process it, but don't process it for too long. Um, don't let other people. Mm-hmm. Issues become your issues. You know, if if you used a direct no, say no, go with it, and end it at that. You don't have to give a reason on why you come to that conclusion of no. Um, just do what you got to do. Um, and so, but I do want to really quick, I want to do a short plug. I want to invite everybody to the Beautiful Butterfly Show mm-hmm. on Tuesday. 6.30 p.m., we have um, Arthur Linda Watley. She's coming on. She wrote a book entitled Soldier's um, Backpack. And it deals with soldiers who are dealing with P, um, PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, okay. um, when they come back from combat. Um, yeah, and that's mm-hmm. a heavy, heavy issue of, of a lot of things that um, I, some of our soldiers deal with when they come back. So it's going to be a very great show um, on Tuesday, uh, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I want to invite everybody to tune in if you can, share it on your page, um, because it's a heavy, heavy issue with a lot of our soldiers. We've got a lot of soldiers who come back from war, and everybody thinks they're okay, you know, but they're dealing with a yeah. lot. Um, going on from that, so uh, I want to encourage everybody to definitely check that out. But other than that, I want to thank everybody for uh, supporting the show. There's a lot of people who are definitely digging uh, the YRN 1328 app, and I'm glad that folks are enjoying it and taking advantage of it and all that good stuff. Happy with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, man, it's, it's definitely been kind of surreal in the sense of, how many people uh, have downloaded the app, how many people actually listen through the shows um, through the app. It's getting to the point that people that used to call in don't even call in anymore. They go straight to the app. And that's the great thing. That's the reason why we we uh, got the app, you know, just to uh, give you more options. You know, definitely the callers are appreciated in the sense that you can call and come in or what have you. But to go to that app and to enjoy the music and to enjoy the different things we have going on on the app is also a very exciting thing for us, and I hope it's you as well. Um, again, the reason why I brought this show, it kind of coincided uh, with what me and Trent did yesterday, and I just think it's important when you're talking about help others because if you cannot do anything or help yourself, you're no good to the people you're helping, including your kids, your family, your spouses, all those things is in the same category. So take care of yourself. Um, make sure you're okay first, and, and then just help within your means, no matter what the example of the situation is. Um, again, thank you again. And then that next show that B-Fly has coming up, that's a very important show. Actually, the friend I was mentioning um, about the gambling problem or what have you, um, he's an ex-Marine, and um, he has some serious things that he's dealing with and has to keep going mm-hmm. to the veteran hospital and things like that and going to different right. hearings because of um, what the Marines may owe him as far as financially and more so emotionally. 
So that's definitely a show that you want to take um, take a listen to. It. And, and, and we get it. Everyone has busy schedules. I myself have busy schedules. But the great thing about our app, the great thing about um, the radio show is that you can always go back and listen to the show. So don't Absolutely. think just because you don't call in live or listen live that you've done a disjustice to be fly me or yourself. Go back mm-hmm. when you're comfortable, when you're ready, and re-listen to the show. If you have any comments, you can inbox me, B-Fly, Trent, Sherry, whomever, Brother Ramiel, and we'll make sure we'll get the information and get your comment and get it out there to the people or do whatever we can within our means. That's what we're here trying to do. So please tune into that show if live or not live. It doesn't matter. Just take a listen to it. That's a very important topic. Other than that, we're going to say enjoy your Sunday evening. I'm going to try to get out here and catch the sunshine before it starts snowing in the next 10 minutes. You know how I Chicago know, right? is. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, with that being said, we're going to end out the show with a little music. I hope you enjoy it, and um, we'll see you in a couple Sundays from now. Y'all take it easy. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.